0: Well, hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live in Los Angeles, California, right here on the Roku channel. It is free for every single human being that has a Roku device. We're right here on this Rich Eisen Show, terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have us. We are uh, 50 plus affiliates and growing uh, here on our radio program. It's also available on Sirius XM, Odyssey, and our podcast. Every single day, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial over the next three hours on this show. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. What's going on, hey, brother?
1: much, nothing much, man. What's happening?
0: DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts, back what's in his chair. Rich? Good to see you, TJ Jefferson. How are you over there? Good to see you here on this Wednesday.
2: It's good to be seen. Rich, going to light this candle. Light you, it you know, up. Had, you know we had a no hitter in baseball yesterday. I know no we did. did no about
0: I know. It. Well, that's why we've got three hours to talk about it here on this program. <laughs> uh, Bruce Feldman of the Athletic and Fox Sports is going to be spending time with us in studio on hour number two here in uh, Big Ten country, formerly Pac-12 country. <laughs> and it soon might be the Pac-5. I would have no idea. Uh, there, there may be as many uh, teams in the uh, Pacific, uh, con- what, the Pac-Conference as uh, uh, the Jacksons once had uh, in their group. Uh, w- we'll talk about that with, uh, with Bruce when he joins us on this program. Uh, and another in-studio guest in hour number three, Nate Boyer, our, hey. uh, our longtime friend of this show. He is the host of a uh, reality competition program which means he's allowed to talk about something on television. right? Uh, Survive the Raft. Uh, He will be here in studio, hour number three, the uh, former NFL and college football long snapper and uh, man who served our country uh, valiantly for uh, many a moon. He will be joining us in studio on hour number three of this program. Hour number one. Uh, I'll be straight up. I promoted it yesterday. We were supposed to have Cooper Cup on this show today. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to call in uh, 18 minutes from now. But he left practice early yesterday. Uh And they are calling it a hamstring injury. And we have a several weeks diagnosis for this young man. In the same way we had one for Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Joe's got a calf injury. This one is apparently a hamstring injury. And Cooper Cup, they think maybe he might get out there for some scrimmages by the end of training camp. But according to Sean McVay, a red zone play where Cooper Cup was practicing left him limping, and he left the field, and he is not on today's program. And here we are in that portion of the training camp slash preseason that begins tomorrow night in Canton, Ohio, for the Kellen Mond versus Zach Wilson quarterback performance that we were all
2: <laughs> desperately looking talking forward to about. Oh excited.
0: yeah, um, and we've reached that portion of why are we doing it? You know, why are we doing it? And 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 that's when preseason football comes in. We're we're already seeing some um, some injuries occur in training camp. The reason why we we're doing it is you have to. These guys can't just stroll out there, right? In Week One, and there's going to be fewer padded practices in training camp than ever before, and fewer preseason games as we know that started over the last couple of years with the don't really call it expanded regular season anymore. Um, you got to do it. These guys can't get out there because in Weeks One and Two we saw last year it kind of felt like preseason was still going on for a lot of teams, and I can only hope Cooper Cup comes back. I saw Van Jefferson. I actually ran into him when Susie and I were up north north of this town here in Los Angeles when we took a couple of days um, last month when we were in the old uh, sideways wine country saw Van Jefferson my cousin he could not have been nicer and more you know engaged and engaging for this season and that's one of those Rams that they're gonna try and hang their hat on and make sure that they can have a comeback season. Van Jefferson, part of that offense that once upon a time had as many fantasy football players as any other team. And now we're wondering who you're going to be drafting this coming up this fall and later on this summer and wondering if Cooper Cup's one of those guys got to have him back. I mean, that's that's not really a, a take or a hot take right here. But I saw that and I thought to myself, well, we'll get Cooper on later on at another point of this uh, summer, hopefully. And the Rams just, we'll see him when we see him. Week one, Rams at Seattle. How about that for an opener? Mm, I like it. Right now you're wondering, is Cincinnati going to have Joe Burrow for their opener at Cleveland? Right now you're sitting here wondering about all these other injured guys who's going to be coming back in time or not. And Cooper Cup is down and out, and we're uh, sending our best to him. Yeah. Uh, so we did what we can only do, which is replace Cooper Cup with John Boy.
1: Uh, so that's what we're doing.
0: <laughs> as soon as Cup went down, I immediately thought to myself, who can talk about the baseball trading deadline in an engaging manner that, uh, that we will enjoy having a talk with that's not a so-called news and information person that we've already had on multiple times over the last couple of weeks? And I thought of John Boy. And why not? Because he is the guy who has been talking yanks on his podcast and has been talking baseball and is all over Major League Baseball. And the trade deadline yesterday brought a couple of matters into focus. Certainly in the American League. So your Mets raised the white flag over the last few days. And you can put the thumbs down as you're currently doing on our Roku channel feed, TJ. But at least they chose a lane.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: At least they chose lane and what lane may chose was to wave the white flag on this season and send basically the al west into a tizzy Mm -hmm. and the mets will decide who wins the american league west as max scherzer is now with the texas rangers big by the way mets got back uh, Acuna's kid brother, yes, in that trade, who's now automatically their second best par- prospect, according to those who number 44 talk about overall. these matters in their system. Right, number 44 overall, he's number two in the Texas Rangers, uh, yep. Met system now. Yep. Um, and now Justin Verlander goes to Houston. And in case you're wondering, um, how the Astros feel about this, they <laughs> tweeted out a photograph of him staring right down. Mm-hmm. Your face back where he belongs, and I mean, and impressive. he's, I I I understand, <laughs> and he is. I, I know. I think Tiger fans might a yeah, little pushback there, I but,
3: know, but. <laughs>
0: hey. And how did the Astros react to that? Well, Framber Valdez went out and threw a ninety pitch no hitter. Unreal. Okay, so the Astros add Verlander and then get a no hitter from. Arguably still their best pitcher, right? You say that? You make that argument right now? Verlander's been good the last month. I know Verlander's going to the Hall. I get it. But uh, that's how the Astros are doing these days. So they're doing great is what you're saying. Well, and and the Rangers are going to have to hope that um, they went ahead and and got the the piece that they needed Max Scherzer, who, by the way, on the way out the door, 20-game uh, winner for the Mets, unfortunately for them, over a year and a half. Yeah. Um, after spending uh uh one and a half of the three-year contract, three-year one hundred and thirty million dollar contract. I mean, he's 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 making his he's he he made a nice run for his Bobby Bonilla Mets money yeah, right there, man. <laughs> and it's and on the way out the door, him saying how the reason why he's gone, as if the obvious Mets flopping on center stage wasn't enough. He said he talked to uh, the general manager, mm-hmm. Billy Epler, spoke to him and said to him, hey, what's the plan here? What gives? And he said the general manager told him, well, uh, uh, 2025 is our, our our target date to uh, new, start new plan. <laughs> getting <laughs> big-time players in here, which is kind of interesting 20, that the general yeah. manager for the Mets would tell – The plan to Max Scherzer, hey, next year we're not going to really be in it on free agency and it's 2025, we'll be in on the big players. I'm paraphrasing what Scherzer told the press Mm -hmm. going out the door. And the one thing I saw there, if they're not going after big name free agents in 2024, meaning this upcoming non-playing season, are they not in on Otani? Apparently not. Did the the general manager of the Mets tell Max Scherzer, you might as well get out of here because we're not in on anybody, or the fact that Scherzer's money for next year is off the books, we're assuming, and then Verlander's money is off the books, that maybe they can now go for Otani. And I don't understand why people needed to be cleared to get off the books for Otani since there's a deity in the world um, that... Many of us pray to the same or different deity, but we all have a deity. And uh, Steve Cohen apparently has more money than that deity. So um, I don't understand what that's about.
2: The Mets are and, paying 137.5 million to players who aren't on the team,
0: which, Rich. by the way, I believe is the ninth highest payroll in Major League Baseball. Currently, <gasps> they're paying more money to players wow. on the team. I mean, than two thirds of the league are paying their current rosters. That's what the Mets are doing. Thanks. Okay, but hey, can but I hey, tap
2: out? Can I wait? You, you can, can wait tap out
0: all you want, and when you tap out, look to your right or your left, you'll see a Yankee fan sitting right next to you. <laughs> because at least the Mets chose a lane. That's the Yankees were were looking for a lane. And um I don't me- I don't mean Bennis either. Because <laughs> she's sitting in an Orioles hat happy right now in Yankee Stadium That's because The Orioles are sitting atop that division, sitting atop the American League next to the Rays. They have the same number of wins, Route 66. There are the Astros needing to make up five games here with Verlander now in the mix in order to have home field throughout the American League playoffs that I believe all three of those teams I just mentioned, Astros, Rays, and Orioles will make. Looks like the Rangers are looking good for that. And uh, whoever, you know, survives the island of misfits in the American League Central will make the playoffs. <laughs> and then it's who else makes that final wild card spot in the American League? Blue Jays, Red Sox, Angels, and the Yankees and Mariners have the same record, three games above 500 right now. But the Yankees. We're choosing a lane. They were staring for a lane. Which lane were they going to choose here? And as of, I was sitting around yesterday, doom scrolling on many fronts. And um, up came this um, tweet from Katie Sharp, who I follow on, uh, on Twitter or X, you know, and I believe she's a, a John Boy uh, individual, stat head as well. She tweeted out as of 4 p.m. Eastern Time, the Yankees are the only team that hasn't been involved in a trade at this year's trade deadline. Man, I saw that yesterday, and uh, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, you know what? I know they haven't made a move, but they're the only team that has not acquired or traded somebody away to amass prospects. They are one. They're 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 still going down the highway that they have built for themselves in 2023 and haven't chosen a lane exit lane or a much more high occupancy vehicle lane for them they haven't done that yet Well, oh, then all of a sudden just keep on scrolling and eventually a deal will be made and they made two for keenan middleton a right-handed reliever for the white Sox. And Spencer Howard for the Rangers, a right-handed pitcher for the Rangers. And, you know, the White Sox I get. Maybe some – I have no idea. Again, I don't know who these people are, and I apologize to them. I'm sure they're very hard workers to get where they've gotten, and their family loves them. But how good can this guy from the Rangers be? They're flipping an arm? Teams that are now in a legit figurative arms race – And just added two Cy Young future Hall of Fame arms to the figurative arms race are flipping an arm to the Yankees. How good can this guy possibly be? And I thought to myself, looking at that, two trades on deadline day, one that used to involve a Ranger and another one that came from the Cubs. Remember when they got Votto and Anthony Rizzo and you're like, okay, Yanks really mean business. Mm -hmm. And... Now there's this, and Rizzo Kane hit a home run, and Gallo's long gone. I think he's now three teams removed from the Yankees. His career went right down to tubes as soon as Cashman put his thumb on the Votto, on the uh, Gallo scale. Be lucky to have Votto. And I just slapped my head. And that was it. That's all the Yankees did. And Brian Cashman chose to stay in the lane, stay in his lane. The lane of, I made these moves in the offseason. This was the team I thought that could win the World Series after re-signing Judge and re-signing Rizzo and getting Carlos Rodon in. And I got Frankie Montas at last year's trade deadline. Thought he would be able to go, but he got hurt. But Severino's coming back. Nestor Cortez is a... An all star. I'm this is it. This is what Cashman had to say. Brian Cashman had to say after the trade deadline netted the Yankees
3: that. Uh, obviously we're we're in it to win it, so you know, you know, we stayed the course uh because of that. Uh you know, obviously we've got Nestor coming back as well as Loisaga soon and and you know we know that we have you know we have better baseball in us, although we haven't shown that and proven that. But we've got two more months to show that now. Um, so ultimately, uh, reinforced a little bit of the pen, you know, with the Middleton acquisition, and uh, there was a design- designation of assignment, you know, last second out of Texas, so we grabbed Spencer Howard real quick, um, an option, of a Scranton, you know, certainly we, you, know, we we're. Aggressively trying to do more, um, and be open-minded to a lot of things coming our way. But when the dust settled, this is obviously we stayed the course with what we had because we felt, felt that, given the options that were available coming our way, uh, or the options that we were unable to secure, um, this was the best play for us with the team we had. That uh, you know we still are within you know striking distance and. Uh, let's try to find a way to figure our way through it and and get ourselves in and see what we can do if we can get there. So then we learned the Ranger
0: they got, they're not even using. Hmm. And I guess was available because Scherzer came in to Texas. So he did a little bit of both. You know, he he got an arm for future use and got an arm for now. And we just haven't heard about either or any of them. And I heard that, I thought to myself, Cashman must be feeling the heat. There must be some sort of heat on him where he feels like his gig is on the line. And I know my buddy Jimmy Trainer doesn't think that. And John Boy may join us shortly and, and reinforce that Cashman is there no matter what happens. Because if Cashman was about making sure the Yankees are winners long term, that's what general managers do, they're not just keep their eyes on the road right in front of them on the steering wheel, but down the road or across the horizon as well, then he would have said, who wants Lemayhu? Who wants Rizzo? Who wants, name it. Name me anybody not named Judge. Naming anybody not named Volpe. But anyone else? Who wants Torres? Who wants any of these guys right now? And a mass... The prospects to build around Judge, who I guess he couldn't look in the face and say, yeah, we're selling off because Yankees don't sell off. It would have been it would have been terrible to watch a sell off and see what would happen over the next seven, eight weeks as a Yankee fan. I'd be like, OK, then bring the kids up. Let's see. Let's see what you got. Let's see if we can be as plucky as the Orioles. With a raise. But instead, he held on to the cards. It, this, this, and, and, and unfortunately for Cashman, how did the people who he says were staying the course, that's how we're showing we're all in. Because I believed this was the championship quality team that I built in the offseason. I'm sticking with it to the point where I'm not going to trade anyone off for parts and I'm not going to acquire anybody that I'm overspending to go get. How did they reward him? Three hits in the first eight innings. Two meaningless runs in the ninth. Gave a nice little scare that they did bring a tying run to the plate against a Rays team that went up early on again. 5-2 lost. They totally felt... Radone gave up four runs in four-plus. Face plant. And Boone must be sitting there going, I'm out of buttons to push. And Cashman's like, well, I'm out of options to actually acquire. You're 2023 New York Yankees right there. I know. You're playing a fiddle over there. There's a cup of tears. And, uh, bud, you're in a better spot. Red Sox are in a better spot. Not, not that we made any no, you know, know breaking deals. I get it. They're playing good baseball. But they've the got month. some prospects that have some yeah. life to them. Yeah. Yankees, you know. Volpe is lost in a sea of mediocrity. I'm just worried because uh, uh, Keenan Middleton
1: wears number 99, so is he going to have to make (laughs) a deal with Judge (laughs) to to get that jersey? Good one.
0: Let's ask ask John Boy that. We'll take a break and get (laughs) John Boy of John Boy Media on the horn here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH number to dial. Is there a possible new starting quarterback in the NFL as well? We'll hit that before the end of the hour. all right everybody we're back here on our program our roku channel audience will return uh, uh pardon me our radio audience will return in less than two minutes time that's when we'll bring in john boy i i got a little bit uh caught up on um, the yankees <laughs> you did but uh, you know i said i made you feel better about the mets situation yeah
2: i was telling brockman i sometimes you just want to be out on your teams right and it, They're essentially telling us that next year is not even going to matter. Well, I don't know. He told –
0: listen, the general manager told that according to Scherzer. According to Scherzer. According to Scherzer. Okay. That's what he was told. Now, I bet you the next time he's in front of a microphone, it'll be like, you know, that's not our belief. (laughs) I mean, but because my only concern, if I'm a Met fan hearing that, does that mean you're sitting out Otani? Really? Shoei Otani is going to be available and Steve Cohen is now, now suddenly caught, counting his stacks of money, like, he, yeah. like oh yes, this year of me coughing up 140 million, having the ninth highest payroll in Major League Baseball, for you know, for players I don't have on my team anymore, mm-hmm. or or not playing for the team.
2: I don't have high hopes anymore.
0: Again. Well, I'm no just, that's what mean. I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if I'm a Met fan, I'd be like, at least they chose a lane, but I hope that lane includes. You know, knocking on O'Tani's door when he's available, as he will be. No doubt. Unless, you know, things continue so hunky dory for the Angels that, you know, not only do they make a playoff run, but announce in the middle of it that O'Tani's re signed. You know.
2: Hey Rich, to make you feel better, I just read something about Kenyon Milton and yeah. the quote is they did add a solid reliever
0: oh, to their bullpen. Oh, okay. So
1: you've got to be happy
2: about
0: Okay. It,
1: right? That's where
2: you're Look at now is
0: this the Yankees, guy. making
1: <laughs> solid moves. Congrats. dude! You, <laughs> you know
0: how I feel that. about that word. Solid <laughs> is not an appropriate adjective when you want to say something superlative I'm about really somebody. It guys. is not. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Again, I told you last night, in the middle of everything going on with Major League Baseball, I thought to myself, who's the guy that can come on and talk about this in a fun and compelling way and is the man who is uh, creating his own media empire? talking yank and talking baseball podcast host and the uh i guess ceo of uh, john boy media john boy back here on the rich Eisen show how you doing sir i'm doing very well thank you for having me you got it all right so uh i know you talked to aaron boone um uh, have you already spoken to him post deadline and that's coming out later is that what's going on
4: yeah that one just came out, so we talked to him like an hour or so ago, yeah.
0: Okay, so what are you willing to share that, you know, again, everyone should obviously go seek it out on your platforms, but what can you share with me of what he told you after the Yankee trade deadline netted a reliever from the White Sox and then one from the Rangers who they then sent to the Miners? Give me that one.
4: It, it, it's a tough line of questioning because ultimately it's the front office that makes the decision. I, I tried to ask, like, does he have clarity on their plan because – the press con the, the the scrum he had right before the trade deadline. They asked him what he's expecting. He said, "Well, we could trade guys, we could gain guys, or we could do nothing." <laughs> it was like, "Oh, so does anyone know the plan?" He, he said from his point of view that they're in a really tough spot, being being too out of the wild card, and they they don't want to strip it because they don't want to kill the chances of going to the playoffs. And then uh, and then people want their rentals. Well, they're, they they want to pay too much of a price, but it doesn't really make any sense. They they just dropped to either 23rd or 28th in in prospect rankings because all these other teams just bolstered their their farm, which now they have that ammo to use in future trades or develop and and graduate to MLB players and the Yankees didn't do that nor did they make the team better. It's it's kind of unbelievable to not do either of those at the deadline.
0: Right, that's what I was talking about. At least the Mets chose a lane, you know. Uh, at least, you know, they chose a lane and um it's kind of gutsy to do um when 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 you're you're in the same market obviously in New York but um what what uh what do you think is the plan with Brian Cashman just like hey I thought this was it and it's not and I'm just going to stay the course because I still believe it's it and the team that he rewarded with that belief then returned in kind with three hits in eight innings against the race? is that literally what happened I-
4: Last night? That's my fear. My fear is we talked about that a little bit with, uh, you know, on Boone saying he, he, these are, this is the team, these are the guys, and they're just underperforming. But I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if they're underperforming. They might just be performing to their abilities at this point in their careers or at this point in the state of the game. It just feels like you need to about face and make some changes, and you definitely need some lefties at the top of the lineup and, the ability to not rely solely on Aaron judge. So that's, that's why I, I applaud the Mets and Cohen for doing what they're doing. They saw an opportunity to bolster their minor league system like crazy. And then uh, they don't care about money. They basically just spent money on prospects, which then can lead to more trades or they can graduate them. So yeah, I'm a little jealous of the Mets. I also, I, I don't want to be strung along the remainder of the season, but I will cause I'm a fan Yes, and all fans are a little dumb. So if they win two games, you know, I'll, I'll scoot forward in my seat and I'll get really upset with myself that I'm doing that because this team's not that good.
0: Well, I mean, what they need to, to get is is a pitching performance that's half of Garrett Cole. <laughs> you know, like that's that's what they need to get um, and then get some timely hitting from guys who just don't make contact. Um, that's And that's why I thought, you know, maybe Cashman should consider selling off Lemayhew and should consider... And I don't know if Rizzo was even sellable off. Uh, I, I those are the guys that I would consider. Torres just go ahead and and burn it down. Um, and the fact that he didn't do that leads me to believe to, is his job. Cashman, I know you know Jimmy Traina thinks he he's like a Supreme Court justice sitting there. Is his job in jeopardy? Do you think with the Yankees? I don't,
4: I don't know. Has anyone? Uh that was there in one of those higher positions, president or GM or anything been let go by how I think they were all hired by George. So I just I feel like that's the, that's the group. Mm. I don't know. They, they've they never made big changes at the top of the organization in, in any facet. I don't think so. I think it's, uh, I think, I think they're pretty secure there. I don't know. That's it's very interesting. It's a completely different dynamic from obviously Steinbrenner
0: ran the team. Uh, of course. <laughs> I remember those days, John Boy. Uh, a night like yeah. Sunday night in Baltimore where a pitcher didn't give up. Like, Luis Severino would have been on the Mariners by the end of the night, you know, or or in Columbus, Ohio, for the Columbus Clippers by the end of the night. And, um, you know, Boone would have been fired a long time ago. Uh, I mean, if George well, was in I get in really charge.
4: frustrated. And, and non-Yankee fans, they will point to me and say, I'm just being a spoiled Yankee fan. And I'll say, of course I am. That's the Brands. That I I, I signed up for it. That's that's what Steinbrenner created this brand of like one of their bigger selling points was you know the most demanding fans in sports. Uh, If you can't make it there, you can't make it. You can make it there. You can make it anywhere. That was like that's part of the Yankees brand, the Yankee way. And then this season when they're in last place, Hal comes out and says he's confused why the fans are upset. What are you talking? That's the whole brand. That's what your dad built.
0: Oh, I'm 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 with you. We're 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 talking the same yeah. language. I've got uh, John Boy. Yeah, you no,
4: know, I know. I'm just I get fired up about it. I Come can. On. No, I, you got to win. I
0: can I can tell. I you know I'm 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 right there with you. Uh, John Boy of John Boy Media here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, do you think the Mets are really out on Otani with what Scherzer said? Billy Epler told him that caused Scherzer to say, "Well, then definitely get me out of here. I'll waive my no trade clause for certain places." And they have sent him to Texas, and he's like, "Sold. I'll go." Like, do you really think that the Mets? Are not going to be in on Otani later on this year. Oh,
4: I didn't put that together, but no, I don't believe that. Everyone's going to be in on Otani, right?
0: We uh, would think. I mean, that is
4: interesting. You right? Maybe you could be in on Otani, but that's the the only that's thing. That's the exception? You do next year, and then you do all the other moves in 2025. I don't know. But yeah, I didn't. And I wonder if Scherzer, if that conversation is is how Scherzer reported it. That's a great follow-up he should have had. I'm well, not gonna go get a time. <laughs> I'd like to be teammates with him. I,
0: I, that's that's the whole. That's the that was the thing that jumped out at me, uh, John Boy. I'm like, okay, so you're out of big time. Any any big time free agent this coming year. It's just maybe the biggest free agent you know uh, ever. Maybe since like Reggie Jackson before you were born and when I was a little kid. You know, I mean, like that's. That's how huge we're talking about. Uh, I, I wouldn't believe that, you know?
4: It's going to be a wild courting of him because what, we don't really know what he wants. Everyone thought he was going to go to the Yankees and there's big names and he went to the Angels. Yeah. He came to the U.S. to play baseball for less money. He, he avoided the posting fee and all of that and signed the, you know, the minor league deal or whatever that, uh, it was. So what does he want? Does now he value the money? Is he going to be tempted to set the market and mm-hmm. go as high as he can like all top free agents are or is he just gonna want to stay cozy with the angels like I, I i can't believe i'm even saying that's an option but i have no idea
0: it's entirely possible john boy of john boy media here on the rich eyes show so which teams do you think uh, are are now the favorites are we seeing an atlanta houston world series is that what we're seeing right now texas might sneak in somebody else in uh, the dodgers might break through again what do you got for me Right now, I
4: like. I think I like the front runners. I like Atlanta, and I do like Houston. I think bringing Verlander back, even though they were pretty, pretty good at the starting pitching, uh, you know, department. Anyway, but Mm -hmm. I think you can't count the Astros out. But I do like what the Rangers did. I do think the Rangers set themselves up. They they make it into the wild card, or they get into the postseason, even if they win the division. I think they set themselves up to have a a playoff roster where where some teams made some trades here to get into the playoffs, but they're not bolstering the roster enough to be a playoff contender, which I think the extra wildcard teams has, has done, which some people enjoy. Some people I don't enjoy. I just like, well, what are, what are the Cubs going to do with Candelario? It doesn't help them right. win the NLCS.
0: Right. I'm um, with you. Um, b- before I let you go, John boy, uh, what, what's your favorite uh, lip reading that you've been able to pull off this year so far? What's Ooh, your favorite this one?
4: Year, I think it was, it's got to be Scherzer when he got uh, ejected for <laughs> the sticky stuff. And he just said, just kept saying, it's rosin and sweat. It's rosin and sweat. And mm-hmm. one of the broadcasts stayed on him for a while. And I my, I edited it so it was like a really slow cinematic zoom from wide all the way close to his face, just over and over. It's rosin and sweat. It's rosin and sweat.
0: Right. And now I guess he'll have that uh, in Texas. He's uh, yeah, certainly be hotter be there,
4: so more sweat. It'd be even more sweaty.
0: More sweat, yeah. and Rosin sweating tears. Uh, all right, man. What do, you, what do you think happens with the Yanks? They totally miss the playoffs, right? Like I, I don't, I, I just don't see a team. You, you look in the dugout; they look demoralized. They look thoroughly demoralized. Look, the they, Orioles they, beat them up, and now here come the, the Rays. Have already taken this series. Like this thing seems to be a wrap. John Boyd.
4: I got to agree. I, I think that the four games against Houston, seeing Verlander again, it might get very, very ugly. And, yeah, I, have, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs.
0: John Boyd, thanks again. Uh, when yeah. So uh, your, your conversation with Aaron Boone is uh, already posted, correct?
4: Yep. You can find it Talking Yanks on any podcast app or uh, on the YouTube channel.
0: John Boyd, thanks for the time, brother. You be well. Thank you. You got, it. You got it at John Boy underscore on Twitter, you notice we we still have the bird up there on the screen. We're not, we're not putting the X. That's for you.
1: Thank you. I mean, as we should.
0: Just keep calling it Twitter, and everyone will go back to calling it Twitter. So you feel any better? John Boy says he's jealous of the Mets fans.
2: Ah. I mean, better? It, you're still going to have to suffer, and we've been suffering. It doesn't seem like there's any end in sight. I understand these prospects are young upcoming, but we're probably going to end up trading them away, too. It's just, here's, I don't know, man. Here's it's just the thing. a never-ending circle, Rich.
0: Cashman did what he had to do in re-signing Judge. Period. End of story. Could you imagine how much worse it would be if Judge left for the Giants, right? Oh, yeah. The Giants, who apparently ran on Verlander, too, or Scherzer, one of those two?
1: They're going to be in on Otani, that's for sure. I mean,
0: the the, the Giants lead the league in, in uh, coming close. <laughs> if baseball hey. trades were horseshoes and hand grenades... <laughs> So their mascot should be a bridesmaid. But do you it? have the National League standings? Okay. I have this. Oh. No, <laughs> so I know we got the American League standings, and uh, uh, you take a look at the the uh, the National League standings, and I think to myself, how many teams would I take over the Yankees right now? To do what? Just Root to field. be better for the next two, three, four years. Okay. Um. I would take right now, obviously I would take the uh Braves, Dodgers. I take the Reds. How about them apples?
1: The Reds have a lot of young talent. The Reds
0: are leading the central right now.
1: They are exciting. A lot of young talent.
0: Um they they and the Brewers are gonna toggle back and forth, I think, in the lead for that. Yep. Uh with the Bra with the Cubs threatening. I take the Marlins over the Yanks now. Would I take the Diamondbacks over the Yanks right now? Ooh. Phillies and about, Giants. I mean I
1: know it hasn't translated the wins this year. I'd take, the, take Padres. the Padres, too, I take the yeah. Padres. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you know, the Orioles, Rangers, Rays, I take the obviously Astros and uh, Blue Jays. I wouldn't take the Red Sox over the Yankees because there's a corpse that I'd have to have to say uh, over that. <laughs> but even, you know, Harder Hearts, they're they're in a better spot. I think the Yanks are going to end up firing their their manager. I think I think Aaron Boone's the one who's going to eat it.
1: There's no more hitting coaches to fire. Well,
0: I mean, uh, in all honesty, if this is the team that we're seeing the rest of the way, that's going to struggle that to even win a series or you just can't score the, any runs. They they because they don't make contact. Uh. They don't get on base. They don't hit. They don't hit. They don't get on base, and they don't move runners around it just seemed like trying to get cody
1: bellinger was a, a no-brainer so was well, it was it really that the cubs didn't yeah. want to deal him or you just weren't offering enough
0: well what, cody bellinger really had another guy that that that's that what he's been awesome this year i know
1: he's a left-handed power hitter that I, I you know. guys desperately need and
0: and the cubs are the cubs are got hot and the angels got hot and the yankees fell apart yeah that's the way it is in this new baseball world with with all of these wild card opportunities if you're inhaling it it, it does it, it creates more teams that think they're still in it. And the Yankees will just never admit they will never admit it's not working out and this general manager decides to to just stay the course and they reward the players he he's, he, he, rewar- he rewarded the players with his trust and they immediately turned around and came up with three hits in eight innings against the the Rays. And the prize offseason um free agent signer um you think I had one button on, on too many. I mean, Radon is just like, you know, <laughs> like he's in the Ocean's 11 out there. And he uh he 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 gave up four and four innings. It's terrible so let's leave them uh, to, to be we'll come back 844-204-RICH is the number to dial Bruce Feldman's going to join us in studio in our number two talk college football when we come back uh, did we hear uh, an NFL head coach mention that everyone we assume is his starting quarterback maybe isn't going to be the starting quarterback mm-hmm. that's next this is the Rich Eisen Show You're a type of guy that figures if it's not going the Yankees way, it's because the way you're sitting or what you're wearing. Oh, yeah. You
5: literally believe that. Oh, yeah. I literally believe that. Like somebody can walk in the room and I'll go like, who's this guy? You got to be careful. And he's like, one time my brother-in-law was sitting in a chair against the Red Sox and the guy hit a bomb. And then he came the next night. And I said, you sat there last night? And he goes, yeah. I go, no, just sit over here. He goes, I can't sit here. I said, sit over there. You were there last <laughs> night. You screwed everything up. So,
0: That's family? That you treat your brother-in-law? I don't care.
5: I don't care if that's a brother-in-law. You know what I mean? I mean, I throw my hat sometimes when I get mad. That might turn it. And I go, all right, leave the hat. Drop the baseball. beat the baseball. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like last night I brought out the broom and Chapman was starting to sweat me out. Right. I go, get that broom out of here. Get the broom out of here right now. Don't fool around right now with the mojo. I can, you know, I, I can do that in my house. When I'm at the stadium, at least I'm with people like me that I can relate to. So I don't have to do that. It's harder to watch than to participate because you have no control. It's like on an airplane, you, your life, you could die. You're like, you know, you go like that when you land and whatever. So you're out of control, at least when you're acting or you're doing the scene, right. it's you. But I feel like I could turn things sometimes. I just feel like if I'm there, like even with the, the Astros, I feel like if I go to H-Town, I could beat those Cowboys right in that stadium. Somehow, my mojo. I almost did it once in 2001 in the, in the Diamondbacks, Game 7. Yeah? It was working. It was freaking working. People were calling me when Soriano hit a homer. Yeah? I said, don't Jake it. They go, that you're doing it. You're doing it. I said, I know. I know. And then there was that stupid bunt where Mariano threw the ball to second. Never shoulda did that. Changed the whole inning. It did change. I was the almost whole. in tears. Imagine driving back in the desert, five hours after a lost Game Seven like that. You're in tears, huh? Oh yeah. Some guy goes, "Wow, you're a real fan." I said, "Yeah, I know." That
0: reminds me, uh, to use the Brooks Kafka phrase, let's just do, we need to do a wellness check on Nick yeah, right. back here on <laughs> the Rich Eisen show, eight four four two zero four. rich number to dial. We have not one, but two poll questions, right? now. we've posted them That's at Rich really, Eisen yeah, show. Yeah, they've been up for uh, over an hour Okay. An hour, really. Um, why don't we, um, go ahead and read those out and I'll hit them with a retweet right now, uh, Chris, cause just figured, you know, it's that time of year. We're now in August. Yep. And the NFL, more than any other league, is a worst-to-first league. So many teams can go ahead and go worst-to-first. The Jacksonville Jaguars went from first overall in the clock two straight years to winning their division. So that's the way fortunes can turn in the NFL. So go for it, Christopher. Yeah, who's got the best
1: chance in each conference? NFC, AFC, to go worst-to-first and win their division this year. So these eight teams were all... Last place last year. Uh, Commanders, Bears, Falcons, and Cardinals in the NFC. Jets, Browns, Texans, Broncos in the mm-hmm. AFC. Okay. Vote now at Rich Eisenhow. Vote Show. now at Rich Eisenhow. Show. On Twitter. We'll give you about on
0: Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. Is where you should do. Um, I still have the the bird in the Twitter on my screen. Don't
1: update your app. Is that right? Yeah. Update the app. Boom. X, right, it Mike? Says,
0: is that how it works? That's what happens. It's, yeah, yep. I got X now. Oh, my God. if
1: you do the update, you get the we'll get X. Don't get do the, the update, people. Get the X.
0: Let's linger on the commanders Let's for a, a second, shall we? Let's <laughs> linger on the commanders, because we had um, um, Louis Riddick on yesterday, and he said, you know, um, essentially, don't sleep on the commanders, right? Did mm-hmm. you say that? Yeah. Because he li- he likes Eric Biennemi being added there. He likes the moves that they've made uh, in the draft in recent years. They've got some really fast, quick players great
2: receiving okay. court.
0: right now that's if you're going to take eric bienemy and make him the play caller don't you want to get basically what you want to, you want to get uh uh quick receivers cuz fast receivers that's what the chiefs do right fast guys mhm by the way the jets took Nicole hardman don't forget he's on the jets too but I don't want to go down that wormhole a little bit here um and get the running game going. They got the kid, Brian Robinson Jr. in his big hat, right? Coming back.
1: <laughs> Assume
0: he's going to be the bell cow a little bit this year. Um, good defense. Like what he's doing. Question is, what about Sam Howell, Who we saw yesterday as uh, a fourth-tier quarterback, according to the 50 unnamed folks that uh, Mike Sando of The Athletic quizzed. And... Um, So Ron Rivera was asked about Sam Howell's progress so far and what he expects to see in the preseason and get from that. Mm, See if you picked up on what I picked up on.
2: Right now this is all the growth and development opportunity. This is a chance to learn the base fundamentals of our offense and, and he's been doing it since OTAs and minicamp. What you really need to look for is when we get on the field. You know, when when we do game plan, when we do prepare. I know it's just preseason games, but those are gonna be uh paramount to 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 telling everybody where he is, what's his growth. And at the same time, as as I've said a couple, of, don't sleep on, on, on Jacoby. He's done a nice job as well. I mean we got some really good uh quarterback uh play going on right now. We've got a real good quarterback room. We're very happy with what we've got right now.
1: Ah Ooh. Well, he started it and finished the soundbite with the two magic words.
0: Don't sleep on Jacoby. Yeah.
1: Right now. Mm. Interesting.
0: <laughs> Jacoby, as in Jacoby Brissett, who has started in this league. Sure has. He started for the Patriots. Yep. He started for the Browns. Yep. He started for the Colts. And, you know, if he now plays for the Washington Commanders, that would be. Uh, An interesting development and also make him a much more valuable immaculate grid player as well. The new Fitzpatrick. Josh Johnson is the greatest immaculate grid player of all time. (laughs) Just take a step back, sir. Wait for
3: everybody.
0: Okay. So so what's up with that? (laughs) Don't sleep on Jacoby. And I guess since we were talking about Sam Howell's headshot yesterday... Maybe that's what the bedhead is. He's Maybe he's sleeping on Jacoby. <laughs> the bedhead. Top notch. Jacoby Brissett starting for the Washington Commanders, huh? Interesting. Don't sleep on that. Was, I'll tell you what, brother. They've got the weaponry, and they've got the guy dialing it up who is in your face. I will never forget. Few years ago when we were doing a uh NFL Game Day morning did a feature on Adrian Peterson and we saw Eric Bienneme, his running backs coach at the time, in his face. And I remember during that piece, Marshall Falk was sitting to my left and Marshall looks at me, he's just nodding his head. I'm like, What are you nodding your head about? He goes, That's enemy. So if Sam Howell is um faltering or leaves any question does that mean jacoby Brissett's a starting quarterback in the nfl again seems likely or is he just like telling sam you know i mean coaches can be sitting there and saying in their back of their mind well i gotta talk about my other guy too I don't want him to think I'm not noticing him and I keep talking about the kid and he's battling his ass off and he's leading and he's doing this and he's doing that. And he just throws his name out there and now we're sitting here wondering, does that mean Sam Howell's not? Because I'm thinking he's the starting quarterback of this this team. They're going to give him his chance. They drafted him. They liked him. They're developing him and he's going to be the guy but maybe not. Washington opens the season home against Arizona. With all due respect to the Cardinals, that seems like a nice, soft open. At Denver, home for Buffalo. At Philadelphia, then against the Chicago Bears on Thursday night.
1: See, I, I, I don't see it that way. I think this could be 1-5, 0-6, and, oh and, and Ron Rivera's out.
0: I don't think Ron is going to go out. I don't think a new owner is going to come in and just immediately replace a coach in the middle of a season. I don't think that. I think Ron's got the season. And I think the team's going to be better than you think as well. I don't think that's one in five. We'll see what Sam Howell looks like. What a big question mark that is. Mm-hmm. Did you also see a video from training camp up in Oxnard? Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott? And Travon Diggs getting into it? Oh, they did. I mean, getting well, Diggs to it. Well, yeah. I mean, oh boy, well, well, I mean, the, it's banter, rich. It's banter I know Diggs, on the field. but Diggs said something uh, very ungentlemanly towards Dak.
2: Yeah, I mean, you should and hear. And Dak what,
0: flipped the football at him.
2: You should hear what Del Tufo says to Brockman every morning. We see, you know, it's what it is. I'm
0: not stirring anything up here. Oh yes, really? you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yes, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's actually a good thing. Troops are salty.
2: Yeah, don't, don't troops don't get are salty, each and that they point? are
0: type A guys yeah. going at it, no, and I, that and that Dak, you know, flipping a ball at the guy who's got a hundred million buck, you know, a hundred million dollar contract now, who's barking at Dak. I kind of like the saltiness of it.
2: I, I don't mind it.
0: We I don't all, mind it either.
2: We all know that stuff happens in camp fights. Oh, it's
0: hundred degrees out in Oxnard, and they're going at it, and they're but starting I, to bark at each other. They're, they, you know, we're at that part of training camp. Where everybody's looking to start squaring their eyes on an actual yeah, someone opponent, other than your brother, correct, but, right? But
2: I, I can't say this. I, I saw the video. I heard what he said. It didn't, you know. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then I thought, you think anyone ever said that to Tom Brady?
0: I don't you, think you, so. You think anyone no, ever know. said that to and Peyton Manning? No, I get like, it, and 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 I feel like you know. That's that's this the sort of you're you're now spinning it in a, in a direction where,
2: well, I have to be fair and balanced in this. I chair, appreciate Rich. that. You know how's these people going to. But respect I saw me?
0: that. Again, it's just where I can't wait for football to start getting played here.
2: Yeah, me too. Because but, I feel like Dak takes a lot of un like you watch these other shows. He and flipped the
0: ball at him. He flipped I, it right at look, him.
2: Let's go, man! Because all eyes are on you. Apparently, he's the on yeah. the hot seat this year. So.
0: Well, he's know, just got to throw. Him. He's got to throw single-digit interceptions. That's for well, sure. No doubt. Bruce Feldman's going to come out here in studio in just a few minutes' time. Top of the next hour, let's talk college football with Bruce coming up. Er, I mean, Rick, er, how many
2: times have you wanted to call one of us with Trayvon Diggs?
0: I did, definitely would never do that. <laughs> do we know what he
2: said? Oh yeah, I'll tell you once we oh. go off air. Oh, I didn't see this. Yesterday. <laughs> he essentially, you know, they're they're having banter. Dak rolled out. The defense kind of stopped him. They can't hit him. And Diggs got in his face, and he.
0: Since she called him a shut female your, dog, shut your shut your b a up. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: What's more likely, uh, the higher total, uh, Cowboys wins or Dak picks?
0: <laughs>
2: he's not trying to stir anything up, but he's about to stir something. No, up. I'll go.
0: I'll, I'll go. Dak picks. <laughs> oh man! And I think it's both in double digits. Come on. What do you think? Dak's going to th- suddenly now only throw four or five interceptions on the season this year? He's, Six, not, that type, he's not that type of player. No, he's not. He's just going to take risks. And I think that just comes part, part and parcel of the package with him. Yeah, I mean, people act like
2: interceptions don't happen. Like Peyton Manning didn't throw, what, 29? I mean, and Dak's a tier movies. two quarterback, and that's that's what you get
0: with him.
1: <laughs> this guy. <laughs> tier two.
2: This man. guy. <laughs>
0: You might be surprised who I choose to win the he's, NFC East. Well, earn, I, I earn doubt it. We know two. you're going to pick the Eagles. So. Is that right? You think so?
1: Absolutely. Well, you're all in Hertz yesterday.
2: Yeah, I mean, you kind of Oh, I'm in my Hertz tele- bag right now. Yeah, yeah you, you know, telegraphed well, it. why wouldn't
1: you be? He's awesome. And they got a lot of talent on that team.
0: He's tier two as well, by the way.
1: Hertz tier two, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, sure. I can't get it we can have six guys in tier one it's fine it's okay (laughs) it's it's okay we
0: can have six guys (laughs) there's enough room on the screen for tier one quarterbacks